0: I feel so much better today. Lee. So much better. Can I tell you something really quick? Kind of fired just very up quickly. Right now. Yeah, absolutely. That was great. And and this is this is where I am. This is where I am. To, to to me. help me out here. Be, be, okay. be not just my co-host, but a little bit of a therapist right here. Sure, you ready? Sure. Yep. All right. I feel like I'm in a bad relationship. Okay. I feel like I'm in good, this relationship start. where I know that my partner is going to be ultimately nice to me the day after they're terrible to me. I know that this is this thing where you know what they come home from work and they're super dismissive and disinterested, maybe a little mean. They're not they they they're just they're saying things that they know are going to hurt my feelings and then the next morning they apologize and say, "Baby, it's going to be better the next time." And I'm thinking, yeah, well, I feel like I've been here before. And I'm thinking, you know, it is going to be better next time. And it is. The next day's pretty good. And then I'm right back there. I wonder what tomorrow's going to be. Like, this is the roller coaster that I've been on with Anthony Davis since he's come to the Lakers. He's the guy that treats me right most of the time, but I just never know when I'm going to get that game one.
1: I feel like you had a side conversation with my girlfriend or something. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> is this a description of my relationship? Um,. Listen, uh, it's kind of funny, Trav. We were talking about this yesterday, and I'm not surprised where we're sitting at this morning, and I don't think you are as well, right? No. Neither of us are shocked at all about the predicament, the situation that the Lakers are in. None of us are surprised or shocked that um, Anthony Davis came through, that the Lakers won that game. I want to be very cautious because this doesn't actually happen very often, and I really, really enjoyed this from Laker fans yesterday. You know, what, you know what, what kind of calls I got yesterday from uh, a lot of Laker fans out there? And remember, everybody's so quick to react to what just happened. Guess the type of calls that I was getting in the post game show. What do you think they were?
0: I'm going to guess they, well, the nuance and Laker fans typically don't go together in the same universe. But I'm going to go with that they were, yeah, that's great, but why did we have to do game one in the first place?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Trav, you, you know what it was? It, there were a lot of calls saying, okay, wait a minute here. So let me get this right. We beat a Phoenix Suns team on the road (laughs) without Chris Paul, right? Virtually Chris Paul has been out this entire series. He's He's been a non-factor. You're playing against guys that this is their first playoff trip ever, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, Mikhail – Uh, Mikael Bridges, so just kind of naming off a few of those players. You were up 15 points in the second half and then found a way to make it a game because Cameron Payne turned into Steph Curry slash Isaiah Thomas slash slash every other good point guard that's ever played in this game. And you kind of find a way to squeak out a win. I I told you this yesterday. I said, it doesn't matter how they win. Just get the freaking W. And there's, there's a lot of truth to that. But I think game three and game four, don't you feel like there should start being this momentum where the Lakers really start laying the wood and handling the Phoenix Suns, and we could start paying attention around number two.
0: I hope so. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and the guests on the show today will appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, with that in mind, Slee, with what you just said, that hopefully the Lakers start to look a lot like the Lakers here uh, coming into games 3, 4, and however many we get beyond that, <sighs> the Suns are better than I thought. I'm just going to put it out. The Suns are a better – I thought that they were a little bit of a product of the West being kind of weird this year, the Clippers doing their load management thing, yep. Denver missing Jamal Murray, Utah being very good but inexperienced in the playoffs, the Lakers getting crushed by injuries, Luka and the Mavs kind of being disinterested for a good portion of the season, Portland never really clicked. I thought all of these things combined led to them winning a bunch of games to get into that number two seed, and I think that might be a part of it. But it's also because they're really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're a much better team than I thought. And I hope you're right, Slee. I hope that we do get to the point where you have a couple of games in three and four where the Lakers win them comfortably. Like that 14-point lead they had last night remains a 14-point sure. lead. It doesn't get whittled all the way down to one. You don't need LeBron to hit a Tough, tough fadeaway on the baseline. You don't need AD to come over the top of the block of DeAndre Ayton, which was absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. You don't need Caruso with a two-hander in the lane. All they, they, Hopefully you don't need any of those things. I think they're going to need all of those things. The Suns are good. They're not going away.
1: I, um, I, I, I will give the Suns as much credit as possible, but the reality is they're just not uh, – listen, Trav. They're not in the same – it's almost ridiculous. Like, you look at the Lakers, you look kind of up and down that roster. Suns are playing good basketball. Give them credit. They are. Aiton's been – I think Aiton's missed, like, three shots this entire series. I mean, that's how great great Aiton has been. Devin Booker can get any shot that he wants. Some of these other guys, too. Some of these ancillary players, we already talked a little bit about Cameron Payne. There's other guys that are producing for them. They're at home. There's 11,000 fans. There is an incredible amount of, I think, juice that they're playing off of. Uh-huh. I think some of that kind of starts to go away once you get to Staples Center. Once the series kind of gets a chance, now teams are making adjustments. I, I think the I, I think the energy that they're playing with can only take them so far. Let me jump in on that because let me ask you this: what, yep.
0: what, what, what I'm hearing, and you tell me if this is what you mean. What I'm hearing is you don't think Devin Booker is going to keep doing what he's doing.
1: I think even if I he do. keeps even if he keeps doing what he's doing. That one individual can only do so much. Okay. And the laborers... do you think DeAndre
0: Ayton's going to keep doing what he's doing? Because I do.
1: Let, let's say, let's say they did. Let's say you had Cameron Payne, Deandre, DeAndre and Devin Booker, three guys. Yeah. Keep doing what they're doing. What? Well, how many points did they score yesterday? One hundred and two. Yep. They scored ninety nine the last game. Yep. I just don't see something. So even if they're doing what they're doing. I just don't see something else changing where there's another guy dropping 20, and now they're putting up 110-plus points a game, and they give themselves a legitimate shot. No, I don't see it. I don't see it. All right.
0: Ask Slee is coming up at 945, and and I'm going to do something, Slee, that I'm very reluctant and hesitant to do because – The listeners and the tweeters and everybody that participates in the show are very, very important to what it is that we're doing. They need to do better on Ask Slee today. So far, not so good. Let's pick up our pace and ask Slee. Let's make sure that we get that piece done because you guys are good at that. And you know the rules, right? You can ask a sports thing if you want. I don't really care. I need you to ask other things. I need things to know about restaurants and food and sleaze deal and why does he have all those bottles of tequila on his bar? Like, sure, why aren't sure. there other things? There's a lot of important things that we need to get to on that, and we're going to get back into the Lakers as well. So here, here's the deal. Why do we have to do this? Why? Why? why because the the Lakers. Fair I'm gonna, question. I'm going to put this in terms that make the most sense to me. If I went to a restaurant one time. Yep hard to believe I started a sentence like that, right? If I went to a restaurant one time and it was really good, mm-hmm. right, I'd, I'd go back. You'd go back. We'd all go back. If you went back a second time and it was really good, you'd be like, yeah, this is good. Let's say the third time you went in there and you're like, not only was that not very good, that was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Staff sucked. Drink was warm. Food was cold. You know, the floor was dirty. You, you, you might say, okay, maybe they were just having a bad night. And then you go back fourth time, fifth time, sixth, it's all good. And then that seventh thing, you're like, yeah, this, what, what, what the hell? You'd stop going, right? At some point, you're like, I don't want to take my chances with maybe one out of every seven or eight times I walk into this place. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And yet this is what we're dealing with with Anthony Davis. This, this, Charles Barkley was talking about it last night at halftime on the TNT broadcast, this idea that you know he might just be too nice of a guy. He might just be that guy that isn't really nasty, dirty, tough, ruthless. Whatever the whatever the word is sure. that we know when we see, we know Michael's got it. We know Kobe had it, Shaq had it, Magic did it. Magic did it while he was smiling at you, mm-hmm. but Magic was ruthless. Magic was absolutely brutal with that stuff. AD, why do we need to have the? Because there's not a person alive, Slee, yep. that didn't think we were going to get what we got last night. That he was going to come in there. He look. Point blank, he was the best player on the court last night in the second half. Not in the first half, but in the second half, he was the best player on that court, and he won the game in large part for the Lakers. Why do we do this?
1: You know what was confusing yesterday is I'm listening to him in the postgame, and he said, yeah, I just knew I had to come out and be more aggressive. I knew I had to get in the paint. You know, he's saying all these things. I'm like, "Uh, AD, uh, of course you have to do that. This isn't for, you know, your own um, – this is a necessity for the Lakers that you're doing these things. I was looking at his so looking at his stat line, and this kind of tells a story about A D right out the gate. Trav, if you didn't even watch the game yesterday, okay, if you just didn't watch a game, I could just point to one stat for you and you're gonna know what kind of game Anthony Davis had. All right? Last two games for the Lakers before yesterday, the playing game against the Warriors and game one against the Suns. He had nine free throws total. <laughs> nine free throws total. Okay? Yeah. Yesterday he shot 21 free throws, <laughs> 21 free throws. And he's and a good free throw shooter. And, and 18 of 21, right. 18 of 21, okay? And I'm not even, you know, when, when I say that, I, there's a, the angle that I'm trying to take for Laker fans here who are listening. I know a lot of them obviously already understand this, but it's not, when I say AD took 21 free throws, I'm not saying he's got to take 21 a night. But you got to have at least 10 a night if you're Anthony Davis, all right? That tells me a couple things. Number one, it tells me, okay, you're you're doing a lot of damage in the paint where most fouls are going to occur, number one. Number two, how, how – Jay Crowder, um, I know he ended up playing in the game 29 minutes. There was a big stretch of the game. He couldn't get in because he had two fouls or three fouls in the first half. Well, but he, he also, also
0: got kicked in the balls and was probably an agony. Yeah, that, that probably, probably, probably had something to do with it too. That
1: probably didn't help. By the way, was <laughs> that not – I mean that – and, and first of all is that we, what is that the phrase you were looking for no purpose, intentional I, I don't think it was on purpose I don't think it was on purpose. what oh I don't get out of here you he way what are you talking purpose? about you think he be you think he kicked him on purpose
0: yes I 100 percent think he did. No, Have boy, you ever seen Anthony punches, Davis? You think that was on purpose?
2: I think so. I think so because I've never seen Anthony Davis do the kicking motion whenever he shoots Look, the ball.
0: He 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 looked like Daniel Larusso doing the crane kick on the stump <laughs> on the beach. Okay, like can can we? Anthony Davis has a pretty pure jump shot, right? When he takes that shot, Anthony Davis does not finish his jumper with a karate kick to Johnny Lawrence's chin. Or, or or to Jay Crowder's coconuts. Okay, okay? that that right. was a
1: hundred percent on purpose. I don't think it was on purpose. All right, I'm going to say I don't <laughs> think it was on purpose. But can I ask a quick question for those who are uh, in the TV world? Okay, if you're, what was the game yesterday? Was yesterday TNT? Yeah. Okay. Spectrum carry? I can't remember. I, I'm, I'm. No, I don't. I think they carry that. Um, can I ask a question? Why on those types of plays do we have to see thirty-three different angles? OK, OK, We's I have an Ad, answer. Go Ad, ahead. And Trav, they're going to go to the replay, right? They're going to go yeah, check sure. if, it's a, if it's a flagrant foul. So that gives them another three minutes to say, look at this <laughs> angle from under <laughs> from under here. Look at this helmet cam from fan number nine. I'm like, I don't need to see 44 but, angles of this, uh, of this shot to the groin. And then you go okay. to Twitter, you see it more I, a
2: thousand more times.
1: I, I have a...
0: Producer background, as many people know, in radio. I also have a little bit of experience in producing television shows. There's a handful of TV shows that I've produced over the years as well. And here's why you show it over and over again. Because it's funny when it doesn't happen to you. There we
1: go. (laughs) That's the end, right? Look, every guy. You were sitting there there yesterday laughing (laughs) about Jay Crowder (laughs) falling to the ground saying, I can't talk. Jay Crowder for three minutes had the messy voice. (laughs) For three minutes, had the best voice.
0: Hey, D, why did you do that? Why did you kick your leg out when you were trying to knock down a jump shot? It's a flagrant one. Look, this is why you do it, right? Because, look, every guy watching that game last night went, Mm -hmm. Right? Your own stomach got turned into knots for a couple of minutes. You had that queasy feeling that you get when something like that happens. And then once you realized, you know what, I'm actually okay, let me see it again and again and again and again You're that's unreal. what tv does You're that, unreal. look i just media don't blame me for understanding how these things work that's why they show it over and over and over again and it was in my estimation a hundred percent
1: intentional we had 16 different angles but i i, I was going to say so just to kind of um we, we're hitting on anthony davis trav I, I as much as i'd like to give ad credit for yesterday. Why should we give him credit? This is It's Anthony Davis. Do we do this for LeBron every time he has an unbelievable well, yeah. game? I, I mean, honestly, do, well, that's, do, that... That, that, that's, I think, the one thing that, that kind of stands out to me. I'm not saying don't tip your hat to what AD did. But he had such a bad game one that it stirred such a big conversation to how is he going to respond in game two. How about coming into game three and coming into game four, this stat line, the 34, 10, and 7. Okay, maybe it's not exactly that and three block shots. But have a game where you're looking at your stats compared to DeAndre Ayton. And say, this just ain't a matchup. DeAndre Ayton is young. He's he's an up-and-coming big man in the league, but you're not Anthony Davis. That's my only thing with AD. you got to do it more consistently.
0: Okay, here's what I want to do. I want to get some reaction from Laker fans. 877-710-ESPN. How are you feeling about where they are after splitting the first two games in Phoenix do you think that the Lakers are still in really good shape do you think that this series may be a little bit more difficult than you thought heading into it we'll do that 877-710-ESPN plus Lee there's one part about the Lakers what and what they did last night one player in particular okay. that I do not want to give any credit to we'll do that when we come back it's Travis and Slee
3: this podcast is proud to be supported
0: by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple On 710 ESPN. So this is an exciting development, uh, Slee. You know, you got, we, we're, we're all still not all of us. Sometimes you're in studio, sometimes you're not. Funch is yeah. always in studio. Taylor is in uh, in studio as well. So we all kind of connect via these Zoom calls, right? So we can see each other and get to reaction. <laughs> I'd never actually seen Taylor until just this minute. I'd never, I'd never. Made, am I wrong? Does he got a little Ben Lyons vibe going on right there? Yeah, am I, listen, am I seeing
1: that? He's got the uh, undershirt. He's got kind of a a, a button up shirt over it. Very What's the word? Hipster? Is that the right word, yeah, Trev? Ca- I would say casual. I think it's, I think it's a nice look. I don't don't let Sliwa bully you, Taylor. Stand don't, up for yourself. Wait a minute. Here. Casual. Hipster. Hipster is kind of uh, that's kind no, of. No, you don't thing. want to be that. No, you don't want to be that. Definitely that's not. a terrible thing to be, Trav, you're, listen, You because then you, gotta you got to grow that little beard. You, you got to get that little
0: that little triangle of hair I've,
1: under your I've, lip. Seen, I've <laughs> seen you walking down Sunset in Silver Lake. With your uh, with your hipster gear, all that. Don't don't try to make it like you're not hipster. Try Wrong neighborhood.
0: Parrot on my shoulder, skinny jeans, and <laughs> the little
1: triangle of hair right there. Did I miss that something on good. the hipster thing where you have to have a parrot on your shoulder? I don't know.
0: I don't know anything about it. I just feel like if I was trying to make somebody look particularly odd, because the, to me that seems like the entire vibe, right? That mm-hmm. the entire point of being a hipster is to look ridiculous is to just look like hey it's it's this very studied deal of yeah. i want everybody to look at me mm-hmm. but when you look at me i'm going to pretend like you're bothering me by looking at me that seems to me to be the ethos of that can entire I, culture
1: so i've i've lived in silver lake now for i don't know how many years, 6 7 years something along those lines and silver lake is very much has that you know hipster blah 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 i feel like there's times where i walk around there like yeah you just don't belong here bro you just <laughs> what are you doing here you just you shouldn't be here I'm like yeah, no, all... but you guys got, but you guys have good coffee. Can I just get a cup of coffee? <laughs> they're, yeah, no, they're, they're, good. they're co- coffee. I bet there's good beer. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean. They're there. are good food. Like there's that a lot
0: around. of good restaurants too. Do um do all uh, residences in Silver Lake
1: contain Murphy beds or just yours? Um, it was part of the original. That was the part of I guess you could say original setting of so it kind of what it's. It's what makes Silver Lake. I think that's what I'm trying to say. You can't build a home right now. You can't get permits approved unless a Murphy bet's coming out the wall. Perfect. All right. So here's the deal. We're going to get to the phone calls here in just one second.
0: This is what I don't want to give credit to, okay? Okay. Because this is, again, this kind of comes back to my LeBron thing with Steph, where Steph gets MVP consideration for almost making the playoffs, and LeBron loses into the finals, and we Mm -hmm. call him a bum. Okay, this is— I think we need to be very careful about patting Anthony Davis on the back a little too aggressively. Dude, he, I mean, they pay him a lot of money to do what he did last night. You, you, should, you, you don't get credit for being good at what you do, right? Especially when you are expected to be that good. If Ben McLemore went out there and dropped 25 points
1: – you give Ben McLemore some credit, right? Ben, way to go, Ben. That's we, we not could, what we were thinking. We could say Dennis Schroeder and Drummond yesterday, right? Great, and, and perfect I'm, example. And, and I'm not saying that those two aren't supposed to deliver, but I spent a lot of time complimenting them yesterday, right? And we should be complimenting them because that's not something you expect from them on a night-in, night-out basis. So, listen, Trav, I get it. I, I think, uh, I, I think there's certain players you have certain expectations for. The only storyline that you kind of walk out of after game one was where 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 was Anthony Davis? Well, then mm-hmm. when AD delivered in game two, should we spend, you know, two hours talking about how great he is? Or should we say, well, it's freaking Anthony Davis. What is he supposed to do? Exactly right. All right. It's
0: time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And let's get some straight talk from the people, uh, Slee. Let's start in Oxnard with Brian. Brian, you are on Travis and Slee. What's going on?
3: Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, I wanted just to call about the game last night. Um, I totally agree with everything you guys are saying about AD. We pay him big money, extended him to do what he did last night. Um, He's kind of been up and down. I get that, but that's a topic for another day. Hopefully, he can get it going for the rest of the series. My main thing is this. What I was talking on the phone is I had buddies that were texting me yesterday, like, hey, what's going on with the Lakers? Chris Paul's only played 23 minutes, only had six points, and still you guys are barely winning in the game. And the bench is getting wild. What I've noticed in my time, even going back to the Kobe and Shaq era and the Kobe Powell era, the Lakers have always been super inconsistent or shall I say consistent with always playing to the level of their talent. They always done that. You mean the competition or their talent? To the competition. So whoever we play, that's who the level we play against. And that's the level that we step up our game to. I feel if we play Brooklyn tomorrow, I think in a snap of a finger, we'll turn it up and do a hell of a job playing against them. But the there's no reason the game should have been as close as it was yesterday. But Chris Paul only playing 23 minutes, six points, and we still kind of barely squeaked out a W after being up 15 points or so in a third and blowing it. Like, to me, it's just frustrating as a fan. I grew up with that kind of routine of it always happening. But at the end of the day, we've been winning rings. Other teams haven't. So <laughs> I can't really complain on that aspect well, right there. But Well Brian, me, let, I'm let me, just wondering let, why let let that me, happened. Let
1: me hit on what you just said right there, and we appreciate you calling in. So remember this, Trav, we were saying this yesterday. Doesn't have to be ugly. Just find a way to win. Right. And yesterday was ugly. Uh, there were plenty of times. You know, we could sit here and and this. He's right. Brian is right that there's been moments in Lakers history that they do kind of play down to their competition. That's not unlike. That's not uncommon. I, I think that happens and pretty much happens in all sports. But we were making the case yesterday that with everything being said, everybody talking for 48 hours, Lakers are this and AD's not good enough and uh, LeBron's injured. All that stuff. Just come out with a win. And that's what the Lakers did. So you got to, you know, it, there are points you got to give credit when you're coming back to Staples Center, you're tied 1-1. Mission accomplished, right? You you got the split that you were looking for. So it, Can I spin that a little bit? Because, yeah. uh, look, if you said
0: to me, Lakers are going to come back to L.A. with a game in their pocket, 1-1 after two games, you'd, you'd, you'd probably sign up for that, right? But there's the other way to look at this. If Anthony Davis is even average in game one, they're probably up 2-0. They're probably able to close this series out in four or five games. That buys them a little extra time going into the second round. LeBron gets a little bit healthier. And now it. think of it as a gas tank, right? You have one tank of gas to get through the whole playoffs. Yeah. And the Lakers burned more fuel than they needed to burn by blowing that first game, mostly because Anthony Davis spilled a bunch of
1: gas on the ground, taking it out of the car. If, if the question is, are the Lakers playing good basketball right now? The answer is no. They're playing right. okay basketball, right? I mean, right. they can't hit a three. Yet KCP, uh, let me let me go through the box score real quick. <laughs> me, you, Funches, and Taylor had the same amount of points as KCP <laughs> yesterday, okay? So we are all in the same conversation. Um, Kuzma has had two points in the last two games. The bench total was— To be was, fair, that is a one-point average. That is a one-point average. That's right. I see how you did that. Um, the rest of the bench didn't really do that much for the Lakers. So are the Lakers playing good basketball, Trav? They're not. So it, it's not like you and I are sitting back here and saying, oh, that's it. Watch out. But I will say you got that first one. You probably come back in game three. If if the ball starts rolling a little bit, if momentum kind of starts in, do you see what's going? What, what's happening in the rest of the Western Conference right now? Utah's yeah. down 1-0 to Memphis. I'm not saying Memphis is going to win the series. No. Clippers not. are down 2-0 to the Dallas freaking Mavericks. They lost two games at Staples Center. Your second-round opponent is either the Denver Nuggets or the Portland Trailblazers. We know those teams have flaws. Chris Paul played – was virtually – whether he was in the game or he wasn't, it was as if he wasn't in the game. That's That's what's kind of played out here over the first couple of days of the playoffs – Things are kind of going the Lakers' way so far, the, and now they just gotta they gotta wake up and you know obviously take their game to the next level. The Paul thing,
0: I, I look Chris Paul. It, it, follow along, people. Chris Paul is a great player that doesn't scare me at all. Does that make sense? Chris, Chris, I know he's hurt, and I know that he was he was he was limited because of the shoulder injury. But Chris Chris Paul's great playoff resume includes nothing. Right, I'm scared of the. You know who scares me in the playoffs? And even though he's down 0-2 right now, Kawhi Leonard scares me in the playoffs. That guy's not going to freak out. He may play bad. His team may not win. But Kawhi Leonard's got a whole bunch of things on his mantle that mean he plays well when it matters But, Trav, the
1: the difference is with Chris Paul, I mean, this becomes not even a conversation of a series. I'm not saying that if Chris Paul is healthy, if he's 100 percent, this game, this is going seven games. Mm -hmm. And it's a tough one in Phoenix for the final one. And Lakers might have a chance of being eliminated. But take Chris Paul off a team that has such little experience. What are the Phoenix Suns? They got a lot of young talent, but zero experience. You well, know what I mean? I, I, I understand what you mean. I just don't agree. I, I'm
0: far more scared of Devin Booker than I am a Chris Paul. I'm far more scared of DeAndre Ayton than I am a Chris Paul. That Chris. Tell me when Chris Paul no, brings in the it, playoffs. CP three
1: CP three for that team is incredibly important, Travis. I that, don't that's disagree, an incredibly but important. Both piece.
0: of these things can be true at the same time. He's mm-hmm. important to what they do, but we saw last night they made their run in the second half. Chris Paul was on the bench with an ice pack on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris Paul's impact in that game was zero, and they they made they cut that lead down to one point at a in a game, and Chris Paul had nothing to do with it. The reason that the lead got down was because DeAndre Ayton got going, because Devin Booker got going, because Payne got going it chris paul had nothing to do with it i i agree with what you're saying that chris paul's important to what they do globally right so it's important that the reason that they had a really good season is because chris paul was the anchor to that team and got that can be true and at the same time i don't he doesn't he doesn't scare me
1: what what you're going to what what you're going to see in games 3 and 4 if chris paul's not part of the mix these are not going to be games at staple center so i we hope can, so i we hope can that's we right. we i, I, I mean, we could sit here and you know, compliment Devin Booker for what he's doing. By the way, KCP didn't score, but KCP was all over the place on defense mm-hmm. on Devin Booker. Um, we could we we could compliment what these other guys, the potential that they have. But if, if CP3 is not a mix, not in the mix here, this do you see the Suns splitting in LA at Staples Center it, we, without CP3? Probably not. Yeah, probably not probably not
0: all right espn radio is presented by progressive insurance progressives home quote explorer gives you multiple quote options so you can pick what's right for you see for yourself at progressive.com let's slide in one more here let's go to hmm, la and frank frank you're on with travis and slee what's going on hey how's it going travis um just to see how kind of what you said about who are
2: you afraid of like you know you'd be afraid of Kawhi leonard Diehard Laker fan, ex-LeBron hater. I'm afraid of LeBron James in the playoffs, sure. especially after he got his first ring. Look at his track record, sure. going all the way back to, to his first ring in the finals. They lose game one, at, you know, versus the Thunder, and gentlemen sweep them after that. Look at all of last year, Lakers in five, all the way up until the finals. The first game's always a feel-out game, and even before the series started, I said to myself, Lakers in five. I did not expect them to lose the first game but they lost it. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be Lakers in five. And um, I do agree with what you guys say. You know, we shouldn't praise AD so much for what he's expected to do. Absolutely. And let's see if he wakes up. It all remains to be seen, but I'm not worried. Um, Phoenix had their chance. If they wanted to beat the Lakers, they had to take last night's game. Yeah, that, that, and freak. that's something
1: we, – we're coming up to a break here, but we appreciate you calling in. That's actually something that, Trav, you were mentioning, that that game yesterday was going to be so critical to the Suns if they got a shot in this series. We'll see, how obviously, how things play out. Um, Trav, what, what do you want to do, take more phone calls when we come back? I know there's we're, a lot of Laker fans that want to chime in on this.
0: We're going to take more phone calls for sure, but I also have something, Sleeve, that – you know that expression that time heals all wounds? Yes, that's a lie because Not I feel worse today about something that happened four years ago. I'll tell you what that is next. It's Travis and Slee 710 ESPN. So this is an exciting development, uh, Slee. Well, you know, got- we're 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 all still not all of us. Sometimes you're in studio, sometimes you're not. Funch is yeah. always in studio. Taylor is in in studio as well. So we all kind of connect via these Zoom calls, right? So we can see each other and get mm-hmm. the reaction. I'd never actually seen Taylor until just this minute. I'd never, I'd never made. Am I wrong? Does he got a little Ben Lyons vibe going on right there? Yeah, am I, listen, am I seeing that?
1: He's got the uh, undershirt. He's got kind of a a, sh- uh, a button up shirt over it. Very. What what's the word? Hipster is that the right word, Trav? I would say casual. I think it's, I think it's a nice look. I don't don't let Sliwa bully you,
0: Taylor. Stand no, 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 up for yourself. Wait, wait, don't let wait, him, wait do him this. Him, yeah, wait I prefer a minute here. Casual.
1: Hipster. Hipster is kind of uh. That's kind no, of no. You thing. don't want to be that.
0: No, you don't want to be that.
1: Definitely. That's not. a terrible thing to be. Trav, you're
0: because you then you got to grow it. that little beard. You, you got to got get hipster. that little that little triangle of hair I've, under I've your seen, for me. I've seen.
1: I've seen you walking down Sunset in Silver Lake. With your, uh, with your hipster gear, all that. Don't don't try to make it like you're not hipster. Wrong try neighborhood. Parrot on my shoulder, skinny jeans, and <laughs> parrot the little, on the little, my tri- shoulder. The little did, triangle of hair right there. Did I miss something, something on good. the hipster thing where you have to have a parrot on your shoulder? I don't know.
0: I don't know anything about it. I just feel like if I was trying to make somebody look particularly odd, because the, to me that seems like the entire vibe, right? That mm-hmm. the entire point of being a hipster is to look ridiculous is to just look like hey it's it's this very studied deal of yeah. i want everybody to look at me mm-hmm. but when you look at me i'm going to pretend like you're bothering me by looking at me that seems to me to be the ethos of that can entire I t- can culture I tell you something?
1: so i've i've lived in silver lake now for i don't know how many years 6 7 years something along those lines and silver lake is very much has that you know hipster blah 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 i feel like there's times where i walk around there like yeah you just don't belong here bro you just <laughs> what are you doing here you just Why? You shouldn't be here I'm like do I know all... but you guys got but you guys have good coffee. Can I just get a cup of coffee? <laughs> they're, yeah, no, no, they are they're, they're, good. they're co- coffee. I bet there's good beer. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There
0: they're they're, they're, they're and good food. Like there's good there's a lot around. of good restaurants too. Do um do all uh, residences in Silver Lake contain Murphy beds
1: or just yours? Um it was part of the original that was the part of I guess you could say original setting of so it kind of what it's It's what makes Silver Lake. I think that's what I'm trying to say. You can't build a home right now. You can't get permits approved unless a Murphy bet's coming out the wall. Perfect. All right. So, here's the deal. We're going to get to the phone calls here in just one second. This is
0: what I don't want to give credit to, okay? Okay. Because this is, again, this kind of comes back to my LeBron thing with Steph, where Steph gets MVP consideration for almost making the playoffs, and LeBron loses into the finals, and we Mm -hmm. call him a bum. Okay, this is... I think we need to be very careful about patting Anthony Davis on the back a little too aggressively. Dude, he, I mean, they pay him a lot of money to do what he did last night. You, you, should, you, you don't get credit for being good at what you do, right? Especially when you are expected to be that good. If Ben McLemore went out there and dropped 25 points... You give Ben
1: McLemore some credit, right? Way to go, Ben. That's we not could, what we were thinking. We could say Dennis Schroeder and Drummond yesterday. Right? Great. And I, and Perfect I'm, example. And I'm not saying that those two aren't supposed to deliver, but I spent a lot of time complimenting them yesterday, right? And we should be complimenting them because that's not something you expect from them on a night in night out basis. So, listen, Trav, I get it. I, I, think, uh, I, I think there's certain players you have certain expectations for. The only storyline that you kind of walk out of after game one was where where, where was Anthony Davis? Well, then mm-hmm. when AD delivered in game two, should we spend, you know, two hours talking about how great he is? Or should we say, well, it's freaking Anthony Davis. What is he supposed to do? Exactly right. All right. It's time for some straight talk
0: brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And let's get some straight talk from the people, uh, Slee. Let's start in Oxnard with Brian. Brian, you are on Travis and Slee. What's going on?
3: Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, I wanted just to call about the game last night. Um, I totally agree with everything you guys are saying about AD. We pay him big money, extended him to do what he did last night. Um, he's kind of been up and down. I get that, but that's a topic for another day. Hopefully, he can get it going for the rest of the series. My main thing is this. What I was talking on the phone is, I had buddies that were texting me yesterday, like, hey, what's going on with the Lakers? Chris Paul's only played 23 minutes, only had six points, and still you guys are barely winning in the game, and the bench is getting wild. What I've noticed in my time, even going back to the Kobe and Shaq era and the kobe powell era, the Lakers have always been super inconsistent, or shall I say consistent, with always playing to the level of their talent. They've always done that. You mean the competition or their the center, talent? Uh, to the competition. So whoever yeah. we play, that's who the level we play against. And that's the level that we step up our game to. I feel if we play Brooklyn tomorrow, I think in a snap of a finger, we'll turn it up and do a hell of a job playing against them. But it the, there's no reason the game should have been as close as it was yesterday. But Chris Paul only playing 23 minutes, six points. And we still kind of barely squeaked out a W after being up 15 points or so in a third and blowing it. Like to me, it's just frustrating as a fan. I grew up with that kind of routine of it always happening but at the end of the day. We've been winning rings, other teams haven't, so I can't really complain on that aspect well, right there, but well, Brian, me, let, I'm let me, just wondering let, why let let that happened. Let me
1: hit on what you just said right there, and we appreciate you calling in. So remember this, Trav, we were saying this yesterday? It doesn't have to be ugly. Just find a way to win. Right. And yesterday was ugly. Uh, there were plenty of times, you know, we could sit here, and, and this, he's right, Brian is right, that there's been... Moments in Lakers history that they do kind of play down to their competition. that's not unlike that's not uncommon. I, I think that happens and pretty much happens in all sports. But we were making the case yesterday that with everything being said, everybody talking for forty eight hours, Lakers are this and AD's not good enough and uh, LeBron's injured, all that stuff, just come out with a win, and that's what the Lakers did. So you got to you know it. There are points you got to give credit when. You're coming back to Staples Center. You're tied 1-1. Mission accomplished, right? You you got the split that you were looking for. So it, Can I do spin th- that a little bit? Because, yeah. I, you, look, if you said to me,
0: Lakers are going to come back to L.A. with a game in their pocket, 1-1 after two games, you'd, you'd, you'd probably sign up for that, right? But there's the other way to look at this. If Anthony Davis is even average in game one, they're probably up 2-0. They're probably able to close this series out in four or five games. That buys them a little extra time going into the second round. LeBron gets a little bit healthier. And now it, think of it as a gas tank, right? You have one tank of gas to get through the whole playoffs. Yeah. And the Lakers burned more fuel than they needed to burn by blowing that first game, mostly because Anthony Davis spilled a bunch of gas on the ground,
1: taking it out of the car. If, if the question is, are the Lakers playing good basketball right now, the answer is no. They're playing right. okay basketball, right? I mean, right. they can't hit a three. Yeah, KCP uh, – let me let me go through the box score real quick. Me, you, Funches, and Taylor had the same amount of points as KCP yesterday, okay? So we are all in the same conversation. Um, Kuzma has had two points in the last two games. The bench total was – To be was, fair, that is a one-point average. That is a one-point average. That's right. I see how you did that. Um, the rest of the bench didn't really do that much for the Lakers. So are the Lakers playing good basketball, Trav? They're not. So it, it's not like you and I are sitting back here and saying, oh, that's it, watch out. But I will say, you got that first one. You probably come back in game three. If if the ball starts rolling a little bit, if momentum kind of starts in, do you see what's going, what, what's happening in the rest of the Western Conference right now? Utah's yeah. down 1-0 to Memphis. I'm not saying Memphis is going to win the series. No. Clippers no. are down 2-0 to the Dallas freaking Mavericks. They lost two games at Staples Center. Your second-round opponent... Is either the Denver Nuggets or the Portland Trailblazers. We know those teams have flaws. Chris Paul played was virtually whether he was in the game or he wasn't. It was as if he wasn't in the game. That's that's what's kind of played out here over the first couple of days of the playoffs. Things are kind of going the Lakers' way so far, look, and now they just got to they got to wake up and you know obviously take their game to the next level. The, the Paul thing, I, I look
0: Chris Paul. Follow along, people. Chris Paul is a great player that doesn't scare me at all. Does that make sense? Chris, Chris I know he's hurt and I know that he was he was he was limited because of the shoulder injury. But Chris Chris Paul's great playoff resume includes nothing. Right? I'm scared of the You know who scares me in the playoffs? And even though he's down 0-2 right now, Kawhi Leonard scares me in the playoffs. That guy's not going to freak out. He may play bad, his team may not win, but Kawhi Leonard's got a whole bunch of things on his mantle that mean he plays well when it matters. But Trav, most. The, di-
1: the difference is with Chris Paul I mean, this becomes not even a conversation of a series. I'm not saying that if Chris Paul is healthy, if he's 100%, this this is going seven games, Mm -hmm. and it's a tough one in Phoenix for the final one, and Lakers might have a chance of being eliminated, but take Chris Paul off a team that has such little experience. What are the Phoenix Suns? They got a lot of young talent, but zero experience. You know what I mean? I, I I understand what you mean. I just don't agree. I, I'm far more scared
0: of Devin Booker than I am a Chris Paul. I'm far more scared of DeAndre Ayton than I am a Chris Paul. That Chris, Chris, tell me when Chris Paul no, brings in the playoffs. CP three
1: CP three for that team is incredibly important, Travis. I, I that, don't. That's disagree. an incredibly it, but important. Both piece. of these
0: things can be true at the same time. He's mm-hmm. important to what they do. But we saw last night they made their run in the second half. Chris Paul was on the bench with an ice pack on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris Paul. His impact in that game was zero, and they they made they cut that lead down to one point at a in a game. And Chris Paul had nothing to do with it. The reason that the lead got down was because DeAndre Ayton got going, because Devin Booker got going, because Payne got going. It Chris Paul had nothing to do with it. I, I agree with what you're saying that Chris Paul is important to what they do globally. Right. So it's important that the reason that they had a really good season is because Chris Paul was the anchor to that team. And got, that can be true. And at the same time, I don't he doesn't he doesn't scare me what what you're going to
1: what, what you're going to see in games three and four. If Chris Paul's not part of the mix, these are not going to be games at Staples Center. So I we hope can, so. I we hope can, that's we, right. We, we, I, I mean, we could sit here and, you know, compliment Devin Booker for what he's doing. By the way, KCP didn't score, but KCP was all over the place on defense mm-hmm. on Devin Booker. Um we could, we we could complement what these other guys, the potential that they have. But if, if CP three is not a mix, not in the mix here, this do you see the Suns splitting in LA at Staples Center it, we, without CP three? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Probably not.
0: All right. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's home quote explorer gives you multiple quote options so you can pick what's right for you. See for yourself at progressive.com. Let's slide in one more here. Let's go to, hmm, L.A. and Frank. Frank, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, Travis? Um, Just to feel kind of what you said about who are you afraid of, like,
2: you know, you'd be afraid of Kawhi Leonard. Diehard Laker fan, ex-LeBron hater. I'm afraid of LeBron James in the playoffs. Sure. Especially after he got his first ring. Look at his track record. Sure. Going all the way back to, to his first ring. In the finals, they lose game one at, you know, versus the Thunder. And gentlemen sweep them after that. Look at all of last year. Lakers in five, all the way up until the finals. The first game's always a feel-out game. And even before the series started, I said to myself, Lakers in five. I did not expect them to lose the first game. But They lost it. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be Lakers in five. And um, I do agree with what you guys say. You know, we shouldn't praise AD so much for what he's expected to do. Absolutely. And let's see if he wakes up. It all remains to be seen, but I'm not worried. Um, Phoenix had their chance. If they wanted to beat the Lakers, they had to take last night's game.
1: Um, yeah, that, that, ben, that's something we, – we're coming up to a break here, but we appreciate you calling in. That's actually something that, Trav, you were mentioning, that that game yesterday was going to be so critical to the Suns if they got a shot in this series. We'll see, how, obviously, how things play out. Um, Trav, what, what do you want to do, take more phone calls when we come back? I know there's we're, a lot of Lake fans that want to chime in on this.
0: We're going to take more phone calls for sure, but I also have something, Sleeve, that – you know that expression that time heals all wounds? Yes. That's a lie because Not I feel worse today about something that happened four years ago. I'll tell you what that is next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. I, I'm, I'm a good guy when it comes to certain things, right? I I, I, <laughs> I think that's I think up I, for a debate. I, I think I treat people with respect most yeah, of the sometimes. time. I, I think that I'm pretty good at that. But here's where I'm a super bad guy. Mm-hmm. I love watching people suffer in sports.
1: It is. I. I, I you spent I get five fought. minutes talking about. You wanted to see the replays of Jay Crowder yesterday. I,
0: I love watching sad fans. It is. I get such an incredible amount of pleasure by watching guys that deeply care about their team That's suffer. <laughs> so I'm going to take the other one. I'm going to take that the the Clippers or any other team that I don't like losing. Speaking of blowing three yeah. one leads, mm-hmm. this is from Gfish21, hashtag Ask Slee. Allen. Do you think the Clippers lost the first two games on purpose so they can't blow another 3-1 lead?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Clippers. Bro, if if they lose this series in the first round, Trav, and I know we're going to get into this a little bit later in the show, unbelievable. That, this has been by far the biggest story in the NBA so far. So did they do it so they don't blow a 3-1 lead? Yeah, but if they lose in the first round, what if they get swept? What if they go down 3-0? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Look, look let, let's do this. Let's put a pin in that because I think yeah. that's where we start next segment. There's a whole bunch of things going on there. A lot of it has to do with the Lakers as well. So we'll sulker back onto them blowing a 0-0 a zero, zero lead and quickly turning it into a uh, Unreal. An 0-2 deficit. Uh, I've always liked this, Slee. I like when we get a new face on Twitter participating. Okay. This is from Max Power, and it says, nice Homer Simpson reference, does Slee doff his cap? I don't know if it's Slee. Have you ever, before I even finish this, okay, have you too. ever doffed your cap in any situation? Say it again. Oh, here we go. Does Slee doff your cap? Like tip it, like, you know, oh, just okay. a, little, a little one of these, right? It's just, you just kind of lean forward with your head, hold the bill, and kind of, you know, good evening, ma'am. That kind of deal. Does Slee doff his cap while opening the door for his lady to his 20. 20- 2004 Corolla and
1: say, your chariot has arrived. <laughs> let, me, let me say I have not, and I'm very disappointed in myself. I'm going to do that randomly this week. Next time we go out to dinner, I'm going to do it, and she's going to probably be like, what are you doing? And then I'm gonna, I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. I'll let you know how that goes. But I've not done that yet.
0: I'm going to start doing that. I am the guy that holds the door open for people. I, I That's that's one of my pet peeves. I hate it when people every the time, door every time every time oh. yeah, I, I do it every it is it is something that i am very meticulous Can I about tell you a story i hate it when people don't do it but now i'm going to start adding the little
1: good evening with the little
0: head tilt and the little <laughs> holding on the brim of my imaginary okay cat. wait
1: wait hold door open that's one thing yeah but when you're going to your car you opening the door for her oh no 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 we've been married for 25 years no no that's I, that's i i have that's a long love gone funches are you doing it uh I have a I'm probably shooting like a
2: good 85% you. from the fuel for that. You know, well, some you days I don't
1: percent huh? solid. That's solid. Well, you some days
2: I, I don't open a door for her, you know? But I mean, I don't open I don't do what Travis, you know, opening the door on the other side of the car or whatever. You know, we've been together like 10 years, so I don't have to do that stuff anymore.
1: Okay, yeah. so let me just say this one and then we'll get on to the next one, Trav. I, I don't know what it is. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, absolutely. Let's get it. Other times I'm like, nah, you're good. You got this one. You got this one. <laughs> it's a
0: long I'm, going, I'm on the wrong side of the car. I've going walk around on around. this one. We're and good. And then sometimes it feels forced, and then you don't want to be insincere. It's complicated. No, we're good on this one. I'll get you on the next one. All right? <laughs> Drew in LA, hashtag AskSleep. This is actually addressed to both of us. Were either of you iguana on the shoulder guy at college parties? <laughs>
1: I, I do not know of anybody who was an iguana on the shoulder guy. <laughs> Can you imagine at San Diego State University, just some dude rolling around? Who's I believe that?
2: some guy was rolling around San Diego State University with an iguana on his shoulder. Oh, I guarantee you. There I guarantee. He, he might yeah. not really? have been a snake util- on a neck a or something, dude.
0: A bird? The guy that brings a bird or a little teeny
1: cat to a party and holds it the whole time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they they're out there, slim I didn't see him. I did not see them. So no iguana. What kind of
0: parties me. were you at, man?
1: <laughs> not, not the iguana I was parties. Was a circus? <laughs> I was that's it at a, a circus?
0: Great, that's a great question, uh, Drew. All right, let's keep it moving. This is from TFP, and TFP says, hashtag Ask Slee,
1: does Slee like musicals? Um, I've been to a couple. Have you guys been to, you know, it's arguably the best musical. I want to say John and I talked about this one time with Mason. You guys ever been to Book of Mormon?
2: No. No. Yes, I have been. I've been at Pantages. Funch.
1: Funch. How good is it?
2: Great. Great. I highly suggest it. Trav,
1: listen to me. When we're out of COVID, and if Book of of Mormon comes back, I'm telling you, drop everything you're doing. Isn't it the creators of South Park? Yes,
2: creators of South Park.
1: They made a musical. Drop everything you're doing and go see Book of Mormon. So I'm not a a regular, but I've been to Book of Mormon. That might be one of the funniest two hours I've ever spent in my life. This is one of those things that musicals and plays in
0: general but musicals in particular right you kind of think they're a thing that you're not going to like and then you go and they're almost always fun they're almost always a good time when you go to them that you think i don't want to go see a bunch of people doing jazz hands at me all night and doing Mm -hmm. little dances by the way nothing makes me more uncomfortable than a choreographed dance it really makes me awkward i don't like it but Plays and musicals, I'm in. I'll go see one of those. We should
1: coordinate uh, a dance for the show. Okay, I'm a flash mob. That. I love <laughs> it. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep.
0: Yo, going. TFP goes back to back. Is Steve Ballmer buying the Clippers the equivalent to owning a mansion on haunted ground? Hashtag <laughs> asks Lee.
1: <laughs> uh, we got a lot to get in the Clippers. We got a lot. I mean, Steve Ballmer. This dude's worth what seventy plus billion dollars, mm-hmm. and here are the Clippers who are—it's just crazy to me, Trav. I'm trying to—I'm trying to understand the Clippers, and you know what? Maybe I am leaning more towards getting more excited about Clippers losing than Lakers winning. You might, be, you might be kind of taking me on that side.
0: All right, let's do that. Let's talk about where they are, where the Western Conference is, specifically where the Lakers are setting up, and one of the things that you should never, ever, ever do in any sports, amateur sports, pro sports, or otherwise. That's all coming up. Travis.